What's up, YouTube? Welcome back to Cosplay Alliance. On tonight's Beneath the Cowl, I actually get to sit with somebody that's pretty much halfway across the world, Fred Wolf Cosplay. You're not going to want to miss this one. Welcome back, everybody. Tonight on Beneath the Cowl, we get to sit, actually sit down with uh, Fred Wolf Cosplay. What's going on, Fred? How you doing? Doing really good. How about you? Doing well, thanks. Hey, listen, before we get started, I, I you, you have to confirm this for me. Three okay. times local champion in Mauritius, two Indeed. times master champion at Comic-Con Africa. Is that correct? Yes. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> So I was actually, one of my questions was going to be, you know, to tell us a little bit of the cosplay scene over there, but I'm assuming it's pretty booming, but why don't you take two minutes and, or maybe 30 seconds and introduce yourself to the people, you know, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do. Okay. So I'm Fred Wolf Cosplay from Mauritius. Um, I've been cosplaying for about eight years now. I'm a big, big, big fan of a lot of like Marvel DC movies. Uh, big fan of comics, big fan of video games. I love to cosplay characters from these fandoms, you know. And I am a business owner, which evolves in the cosplay domain, which is something like I brought to Mauritius something completely new here. And I like to travel a lot to go to cons around the world. And unfortunately, due to COVID, I'm kind of stuck here right now. But let's hope that uh, things get better soon, because I can't wait to meet all of you guys. Yeah, definitely. I mean, things are starting to open back up for us. I mean, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, but keep your fingers crossed that we're finally going to be yeah. able to get back into the cosplay swing and the, the con swing, that's for sure. Um, first question I ask everybody, how, how did you get into cosplay? I mean, you've been cosplaying since what, about 2013, I guess? Yes, it was late 2013. I mean, we had an ongoing uh, convention here, but it was a really small thing. I, I had just learned about it uh, from a friend. I bought my tickets and I was like, um, okay, there's a cosplay convention. Let's just put something up together, like a quick costume. So I did Dante from the first, uh, I mean, no, the DMC reboot. Yeah, it was Dante from the DMC reboot. And it was just a quick thing. I made a sword made of cardboard, which kind of um, broke on stage, actually. I actually <laughs> kind of threw a blade to the crowd. Uh, fortunately, I didn't uh, injure anyone, so it was good. And Always yes, a good so thing when my, you're at a con. You don't want to be hurting people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was a fun experience. I was just swinging it, and the, the blade just left the handle. <laughs> it was really oh, fun. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, it was in 2013. And the thing that brought me to, to this is that I was a big fan of, like I said, of video games and a lot of stuff um, since I was a kid, actually. And I was also a big um, fan of crafting in general. I love crafting whatever I wanted to craft with whatever I could uh, get my hands on. And that's basically um, like the base of cosplay, actually, like building stuff. Yeah, I, I guess you always had an artistic side, I guess. Somehow, yeah. And so like through cosplay, I got to bring um, those different passions together, like passion, my passion for crafting and my passion for like animes, video games and all this stuff together. And yeah, so, so that's how I started back in 2013. Now, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I, I know you consider yourself a, a foam smith. Um, how much of your costumes and props and do you make yourself versus stuff that you maybe 
you know, buy professionally or a, did you mostly make all your stuff yourself? Oh, um, I would say I make 90, 90, about 95% of my stuff. Actually, um, the only prop I ever bought was, uh, I mean, is, it's still here. It's a Captain America shield. I really wanted to have an exact replica, <laughs> you know. So that's the one thing I actually ordered. And other than that, I just crafted everything. I've recently bought a 3D printer. So I print small parts, sometimes like small intricate parts that, that I need mm -hmm. to add to my costumes. But everything else is just handcrafted. Yeah, I mean, I I I agree. I I've bought a three D printer. I've been three D printing now for got over three years, and yeah, I mean, being All able right. to add that to your foam work is it's a game changer. It really is. Yeah, it brings it to another level. Yeah, definitely. Um, Fred, you're, I mean, you're essentially a professional cosplayer. I mean, you you cosplay, you go to cons, you judge at cons. Uh, you run a cosplay business. I mean, that's what you do for a living now, right? I mean, you quit your day job. You were a graphic designer. Yeah. I was. I was. And you quit your um, day job to run a cosplay business. Tell us a little bit about, well, your business, first of all, and, and the, your, 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 I guess your progress of, God, leaving a job, a paying job to start your own business. That's got to be stressful as hell. It was tricky. It was stressful, but um, I'm happy with it. Like, I... I was I was a graphic designer for like four years, and I started my business in parallel during the last year I was working, and we I started it with a friend, so we started to get a lot of um, commissions, like costumes, props, not only from cosplayers but also from um, other brands of uh, I think the first one was like the local Pepsi branch. They, they, they were doing a video, like an advertising video, and they wanted props and costumes. So mm -hmm. we did that. And then it was like a local um, paint manufacturing company, really big one. And they had like a really, really crazy event where they wanted people to, 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 to be dressed in some sort of costumes made of um, like the actual products that they, that they okay. provide. Like, Paint brushes, um, lids of uh, paint pots and stuff like that, you know. Mm. So that that was uh, like these two were the first big um, contracts we got, yeah. and yeah. that got me wondering because I was a graphic designer, yes, but I wasn't really happy with the job somehow, you know, because I, I'm a big passionate cosplayer so I love to cosplay I love to, to work on cosplays to craft but being a, a full-time graphic designer I only had my evenings during weekdays and my weekends mm. to craft and the job was like it was a really stressful being a graphic designer it's not an easy one as people may think um, there's a lot of stress going on in the advertising industry Precisely. Oh, you were working in the ad industry. Oh, God, yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, very, it's fun. Very tough business, for sure. Yeah, it can be fun. It can be fun sometimes, and it can be stressful also. Mm -hmm. So I came to the point where I was like, okay, so what am I going to do? Am I going to keep both things, or am I going to invest myself more into the cosplay business and leave the other? And so after a lot of thinking, I finally decided to to grab the devils by the horn, you know, and just give it a try. And so I left, I left in December actually, 
And since then, yeah, I've been really happy. <laughs> I mean, I get to work on cosplay. It's funny uh, uh, how happy it makes you when you actually like what you do for a living. Indeed, indeed. You know, when yeah. it's a passion versus a job, it's it's all of a sudden no longer a job, right? Yeah, it's a game changer. Like, uh, it's still some sort of a job because I need to work to deliver things to people, but I get to do something that I love to do. Um, and get, I'm getting like, yeah. So, so basically, yeah, it's really, really cool. It, it's a complete game changer from what I was doing before. And so tell us a little bit yeah. about what you guys are doing now. Like, what, what do you do for, uh, for an actual business? I mean, I know you've already told me a little bit. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. I'll let you talk about it. But tell us a little bit about your business, what you guys are doing, etc. Okay, so I already mentioned the commissions, uh, props and costumes. There's also like workshops. Uh, I do I do workshops for people who want to get into cosplay, like how to introduce them into using materials, how to craft and stuff like that. Also, how to act um, during uh, skits, like performances. And I also do it for not only for people who want to get into cosplay, but also for actual cosplayers who want to level up. Yeah, because um, through the years of being a cosplayer, I've also developed uh, some techniques of my own on how to make the costumes. For example, for my predator right here. Um, oh, we're going to so talk about I, him I, in a little bit. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> um, I I like to teach what I what I um, what I've created uh, for like the techniques that I that I've created. I like to teach them to people. But I'm not the type of cosplayer who just keeps everything for myself. I like to share it. I like mm -hmm. to share. Um, the knowledge that I've learned, the experience and everything, so that people can grow from it, you know, and can learn and grow from it. And um, yeah, that's basically what, what we provide as services. We also provide 3D printing. Like I said, I, I bought a 3D printer recently. And I also provide photo shoots and video shoots, you know, and like photo edits, video edits, um, focus plays in general. And yeah, it's pretty much it. It's funny uh, how, I mean, there's you know so many industries that are so competitive, uh, but when you get into cosplay, it's so collaborative. Everybody mm -hmm. loves to share and and you know tell everybody, hey, look at how we're doing this, and you should try doing it this way. And it's it's very very different. I'll admit, I I, I don't come from a competitive industry like the ad industry, uh, but for sure the cosplay industry is 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 very very different and definitely all about sharing. Uh, which is also what Cosplay Alliance is all about. It's all about sharing about you guys and letting people know that, hey, look at these guys, right? Um, yeah. I, I, I kind of alluded to this earlier. Um, I, I wanted, I look, I, I don't know Mauritius a whole lot, uh, or I guess you guys call it Lille Maurice. Um, hey, what's the cosplay scene like over there? I'm assuming most of the cons and such are more uh, on the mainland than on the island. Is that correct? Um, I mean, the island is a mainland, Mauritius, like, it, we are autonomous, <laughs> we don't belong Fair to any, any other country. Um, how it is here, it, it's not as big as overseas, of course, mm -hmm. but it's growing. It's really growing. Like I, like I said earlier, when I first started cosplaying, it was like really underground, a small and underground event that barely a few people knew about like we didn't have a lot of people uh in attendance for the event we had like maybe 100 100 120 oh, wow. something like that and we barely had like 
full 25 to 30 cosplayers back then. But through the years, um, it's, it has grown a lot. Now a lot of people are joining because it's something that's been more advertised. Thing is that when I, when I started, I really invested myself into cosplay. And I, I already had like a following on, on, on social medias, mainly Facebook, because I was a musician. I, I used to do live shows and stuff. So, but it was a mean for me to introduce cosplay to, to the general population. You know, for people that already followed me on Facebook and everything. And I, I use that to, to really help it grow in popularity, um, draw people, more people to it. And as the years came by, like the events grew bigger and bigger. So we started doing more things, like we started doing cinema events for premieres and other premieres of movies. Oh, that's cool. Yes. And oh, I forgot to mention that before. That's also one of the services we provide now with my business. We provide cosplayers for events. Oh, perfect. And... Oh, that works out. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> yeah. And so we started doing shopping malls. So like the general public got to meet cosplayers and learn about us a little bit more. And now I can see that we we have, I want to say 100 cosplayers because, you know, Mauritius is kind of small, but compared to like 30, we maybe have like 70 to 80 cosplayers now um, of all levels. And now when you mention cosplay, let's say that eight people out of 10 will tell you that they've, they, they've heard about it. They've actually met a cosplayer somewhere. So it's something that's still growing, but it's quite known here now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll say this. I mean, I'm just looking up the stats now. I mean, Mauritius is only 1.2 million people. It's Indeed. not a bad percentage to have, you know, roughly 100 cosplayers for 1.2 million people. Um, yeah. Cons must be a hell of a lot different now than they were when you started back in 2008 or 2013. Completely, completely, yeah. Um, are, are there, I mean, again, I don't know what the status of the whole pandemic is over there and, and what you guys are going through. I'm not going to lie. I it, Sometimes it's hard to keep up on what's going on over here. Um, yeah. I don't know if you see or hear what's going on in Canada, but man, it, we're up and down and up and down. And the, the government is 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 treating us like guinea pigs sometimes, I feel like. But um, are things starting to open up, first of all, over there? Are, are you guys finally getting out of it? Are things opening up, stores, restaurants? Uh, are cons um, coming back is what I want to get to, really. Actually, it's, it's been quite tricky here. I mean, we we entered the lockdown. The first time we entered the lockdown was last year in, in March. It went all the way through to um, June. Then things started opening yeah. up again. Things under control. Um, there was no active cases for a few months. Then you opened the borders again. So we got, uh, but there's a quarantine. So they, they were able to control it. Mm -hmm. All the way to January, when yeah. somehow, I don't know what happened, but it started spreading again. Yeah. It was March. Yeah, it was March, beginning of March. And so we got back into the lockdown up until yeah. May. Now they are starting to open up things um, little by little, you know, mm -hmm. uh, not everything is open, but um, the cases are still growing. Yeah, it's they exactly have, the same. They had, yeah, they had to open it because business are, are closing. Um, the economy is just collapsing. So Exactly. They, yeah, so they had yeah, no option it, but to yeah, open everything again. But the cases are rising, actually. Uh, oh, are they really? really? Yeah, right now cases well, are rising. News. 
Yeah, indeed. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the exact same story here. Even the timelines match with what we've been going through here. Um, oh. And same thing. We, uh, we're now slowly starting to reopen, actually indoor restaurants indoor dining and and barbers and hairdressers just opened up last week or two weeks ago anyway just recently um so we're just now starting to you know slowly reopen things up um i i I don't believe cases are going back up however um i don't know what the status of vaccination is over there i know we've been doing pretty good here with vaccination so i'm crossing my fingers that is helping out but um Have you heard of of any upcoming cons that are actually going to be happening over there? Oh, I'm actually um, I'm working with uh, one of the biggest shopping malls here, and we're uh, we're working on a con, uh, which is going to be by the end of August. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. But it's kind of scary at the same time because, like I said, cases are really rising. Um, this week we got like a lot of them. Like just in one day, we got like 360 cases, oh, wow. new cases. It's a lot for for Mauritius. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot for holy cow. Um, I'm just crossing fingers for things to get better before the con. So yeah, normally we have this, and then we have the annual con, which normally happens every every um, December. Mm-hmm. But again, we we gotta see what happens with COVID first to to know if it's gonna happen or not. We have no idea about that one right now, but um, the one I'm, I'm helping on for August, normally it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, as far as I know here, uh, Fan Expo Toronto is, uh, well, technically Fan Expo Canada um, is the next one that is supposed to actually happen. But where it's usually in August, it's been pushed back to the end of October. So... Oh. You know, we'll see if it actually does happen. But so far, it looks like, you know, cons are going to be coming back. So, again, we're crossing our fingers because, you know, can't wait for cons to come back and be able to actually go Uh, hang out with people again. Yeah, I totally understand. (laughs) I mean, uh, um, Fred. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, my my plans last year, uh, I had already bought my tickets to go to to South Africa. Mm -hmm. We were having two comic cons last year. And both of them got cancelled. Um, there was another event in the neighboring island, um, which also got cancelled and everything. And we only had our event here in December, which was really cool, really great. A lot of people got to meet and it was fun. But I miss comms. Like, I miss going overseas to comms. That's the next thing I want to talk about a little bit. Uh, you mentioned that earlier, and I know you had mentioned that to me before. Um one of the things you want to do or that you'd like to be able to do is just travel the world and go to cons everywhere. Uh, Where have you, have you been to, I mean, obviously you've been to cons and, you know, uh, in Africa, South Africa, mainly, I suppose, and Mauritius, but um, you've been uh, around a little bit to other cons and such. Um, I've been to Rainian Island, which is really close to Mauritius. Rainian Island is under France. Yeah, actually it's really cool there. Um, They have, a population like a little bit bigger than Mauritius, just a little, but the cosplay community has uh, there is huge. <laughs> they oh, really? are like um, twice or thrice as much uh, cosplayers as we do here. It was really cool, really great experience. Went the first time in 2018. I was a judge um, during the contest, and same in 2019. It was a really amazing uh, experience. 
And then, as mentioned, I went to South Africa. Um, same for 2018 and 19. They had the first Comic Con in 2018, actually. Okay. I went um, as a fan, but also I was invited to participate in the, the big contest there uh, on, in both years. And so far, it's been just that. Like last year, I had plans to go to France. And then this year was supposed to be to the US and maybe Canada. <laughs> but due to COVID, everything has been canceled, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, COVID's just a killer of all plans, isn't it? It is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it is. for sure. Hopefully, we get to reopen and hey, we're, we get to see you come around, man. That'd be uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, I mean, I'm sure the cosplay community up here isn't like it is in the US, but um, we've got a lot of great people up here that love to have fun. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah, I, I know a lot of people <laughs> from from Canada. A lot of cosplayers from Canada. Really, really cool people. Really, really nice persons. Uh, Fred, you um. Again, you mentioned this a little bit earlier. You know, you're in a bunch of different stuff. You know, you mentioned DC movies, well, DC properties in general, I suppose. Uh, I think you mentioned gaming as well a little bit. You know, what are you into outside of of cosplaying? Now, I know you play music, and I want to get into that a little bit later. But other than music, <laughs> what else are you into outside of cosplaying? Okay, so um, I'm a huge dog lover, so I like to to help yes. a lot of uh, um, NGOs. Yeah, well, um, who take care of dogs, sick dogs, uh, accidented dogs, and stuff like that. I I love to feed dogs, like stray dogs particularly, and we have a lot of them in Mauritius, unfortunately. So oh, yeah, I'm like, into oh, animal stuff. Um, what else am I into? <laughs> um, I'm not into crafting in general. Like not only cosplays, I like to craft a lot of things. I like to craft my own furnitures. Uh, I moved into oh, my yeah. house like two years ago. And I've crafted a lot of things, like my my workbench for for my workshop. And what else am I into? I like to make short movies. I'm a big fan of short movies. I was hoping um, you'd get into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I recently worked on. Uh, somehow it's related to cosplay because I like to like mix both of the of those things. Um, I made a. Uh, a Carnage short movie, which which is gonna come out pretty soon, maybe in a month, maybe less. Depends on how much free time I have to work on it. <laughs> um, Are you editing yeah. right now? Is that what's going on? Sorry. Are you editing it right now? Is that what's going on? Yes, I'm in the yeah. editing process. Unfortunately, I had to reset Windows on my on my laptop, mm. and now when I try when I try to install the programs back, it's telling me that my um, operating system is not up to date. So I have to update everything and then start back. <laughs> Having a little issue with that right now, but it's gonna be it's gonna be solved really soon. And what else am I into? Oh yeah, I, I'm a photographer as well. Um, I, I wanted, yes, I wanted to ask about that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I I had the opportunity to have a few um, units of photography when I was doing my graphic design um, degree, so that really got me into photography. And yeah, that's one of the things I do on the side. Like, it I touches. Mean, your pictures always look so professional. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, you. Your pictures are always amazing, and I always wonder, wow, does this guy actually like take these pictures himself, or does he have a photographer hiding in his closet? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> do you do take no. all these pictures yourself? Most, most of them. Most of them. Most of them. I mean, 
yeah, a few of them were taken by a few friends, uh, photographer friends of mine. Um, for example, those that, that uh, were taken at Comic Cons mm -hmm. in South Africa were taken by friends, obviously. And a few of my cosplays of last year were taken by a friend of mine who came by. But yeah, most of my most of the pictures of those I posted this year, most of them are just uh, pictures that I've taken myself. Like my recent ones, uh, the Loki ones, I, I've taken all of them myself. That's crazy. I mean, I, I you know, I feel like a lot of people may have amazing cosplays, but don't have the skills to take proper pictures, and then they never get to showcase their great work because they don't know how to take the proper picture. Do you know what I mean? And if you don't ha know how to take the picture, you don't have access to a photographer. You can be a great crafter and a great, you know, foam smith or a great maker in general. You can never focus, fo uh, uh, showcase that because you don't have that photography skill, which your photographies, man, like they're always amazing. I, I mean, we're going to look at a couple of them actually in a minute, if that's okay with you. Uh, sure. But before we do that, uh, let's talk about your music for a minute. I mean, over yeah. the last couple of days, uh, you've been posting some guitar videos. You've been playing some guitar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, how did you get into music? Oh, um, it's somehow, I, I, I can say it runs in the family. Like my father um, used to play drums. My brother and my cousins um, play a little bit of guitar. And I had friends who were also musicians. I was still at school back then. I think it was 2016 when I decided to get into into music. Um, that's when I shifted. That's around the year where I shifted from listening to um, R&B and rap to rock. Uh, I okay. think it was for Linkin Park. Linkin Park really did the link <laughs> between like, the yeah. rap and rock. And yeah, I feel they did that for a lot I of just, people back in those days. Yeah, <laughs> indeed, indeed. And once I started with Linkin Park, I just kept um, listening to new and like, other rock bands, and I really got into rock. And um, the rock genre really um, pulled me into getting into the musical scene. You know, so I started playing guitar. I learned mostly by myself. Like I went to a friend; he was a really, really great player. And I brought a sketch pad with me all the times, and we were just drawing the lines and then putting dots where my finger should be for for learning the chords. And then he would just give me the chords for a few songs. I went back home, keep practicing, and went back to him and learned some more. And that's how I started. And then I started doing gigs with that friend and a few others. We we like did a little band, and so we started to be to, to get invited to shows um, for the years. And it became something really, 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 really cool that I really um, loved doing. And yeah, became a big part guys... of my like 2020 to 2020, I mean 2010 to 2014, I guess, between those four years, I, I did a lot of shows. It was really cool. So you don't, you don't do gigs anymore and stuff? You just play for yourself basically at this point? Somehow, I was in a band, and at some point, it was starting to get really, really serious. And so I had to pick. I had to choose because I was so really, really busy. Mm. Uh, I was working. So I kept doing a few gigs, but it was not as often as um, during the four years that I mentioned. Um, my last gig was in 2017. Yeah, 2017. And then the band was really growing. Um, but we were so fucking busy, all of us. So we're like, okay, so 
we we need to to really talk and discuss how how it's going to be how it's going to go and i had to make a decision like i was working so like i said i only had my evenings and weekends free mm -hmm. and 2017 so no it was in 18 actually and 18 i started preparing the predator for comic con and that's when I really had to make the decision. So either I invest myself fully into cosplay or fully into music. And obviously I chose cosplay instead of music. No regrets. Uh, but yeah, I still play for myself. I still play when I meet with friends. We still have like um, jam sessions and it's fun. But professionally, I Sorry? Do you play anything else? Just the guitar? Other than, um, yeah, last year I bought a piano. Oh, nice. Uh, I mean, actually, a keyboard. A piano is like the real big, big yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a keyboard, yeah. electronic piano. And I started learning uh, on my own with YouTube as tutor. <laughs> mm. And it's really fun. I've always always told myself that other than guitar, I wanted to, to try the piano. And so I, I bought the electric one. And next, I would like to start playing drums. So that's next on my, on my list. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, uh, listen, um, I want to talk about your cosplays for a minute uh, yeah. or maybe more than a minute, but I want to talk about some of your cosplays. I okay. mean, uh, I uh, I think and I feel like I first discovered you uh, when you made your Predator costume. Um, that's so, when I the first, red okay. the red one, uh, because I was in the process of making my Predator costume uh, oh. when you started posting pictures of your red costume. Uh, and actually, you know what? I, I know it's right behind you, but if you don't mind, I'm going to bring up a picture of it. Uh, it's going to sure. overlay over our faces a little bit here, but here we go. Uh, here we go. How about we move over here? Oh, yeah. uh, so your red predator costume. I mean, that thing's crazy, bud. That's that's insane. Um, first you. of all, what's the actual suit made of? Is it, that's not a foam suit, is it? The armor part is made of foam. Just the armor part. The armor part, but the actual the skin of the predator is not foam. No, not at all. That's that's the funny thing. Um, here in Mauritius, normally those suits are made of either latex or yeah. mostly silicon. Silicon is the best option for this. Yeah. Silicon is really, I mean, the, the right silicon to use for making cosplays isn't available here in Mauritius. And to get it shipped here, it costs a lot. So I digged into that, made my research and everything, and I found that it, it's, it's going to cost me like way too much. So what I did, I just started gathering things that I had around myself. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna give it a try with whatever I have. And you won't believe this, but this costume started with a pair of jeans and a long sleeve shirt. That's the base of it. Okay. I glued them together, um, cut the middle part, added a zipper, glued a zipper because I'm really bad at sewing. So I just glue everything <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> I'm learning slowly but surely. I'm learning. Yeah. But back then, I was really, really bad at sewing. So I just glued everything. Um, that was the base for the costume. And then I used like um, sponge that you find in, in mattresses and stuff like that. Cut, um, cut them into the muscles. Yeah. Then just covered them with a stretchy fabric and then glued them on the suit. And I did the texture using hot glue. Like all the little dots that you see oh around the Oh my God, because, that's, that's yeah. a lot of hot glue, man. Holy cow, that must a take lot. forever. <laughs> right, a lot. 
So basically, that's how I made the suit. Wow. And the helmet, the helmet was foam um, mixed with, I don't know how to call it in, in English. Wait, uh, wait, wait. You made this mask? Sorry? You made this mask? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. That's that's insane. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize that you made the mask. I Wow. Okay. Mine doesn't have a face. Mine's just the bio mask because I didn't. Wow. Okay. That's impressive. Oh, actually, that's, that's something else. Actually, I did that for uh, my first participation in, uh, in Comic Con for Comic Con Africa in 2018. Yeah. And I had to, to make a portfolio to show the step-by-step -step how I made the costume. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I've made available for, to, to anyone now. So if anyone wants it, wants to learn how I made this bad guy here, it's all mm -hmm. free. Just ask me and I'll give it to you. Where, where, is, that, uh, where is that posted? Where, where can people see that? Uh, the portfolio, actually it's on a Google Drive, so I just send a link to people. They can download it then from, from Google Well, Drive. listen, if you want to send me the link, I can ask uh, Anthony, our uh, gracious editor, if he'll put it in the description below here. So no oh, rush. Sure. Send me the link, yes, and I'll, I'll make sure he puts it in the description below, uh, as well as your Instagram account. Uh, so like I said, that's, that's definitely one of – that's the first one, I think, that made me discover you. Always been one of my favorites. Since then, I've seen so many nice cosplays, and I want to bring up a couple. Your scorpion here, this is also oh. one of my absolute favorites. I mean, uh, th that suit, for some reason, looks so movie quality to me is insane. Um, definitely one of my favorites. Your Craven now, this is might not be the best shot of your Craven, but your Craven is also one of my favorites. But I think I told you this the other day, Fred. You're Loki. I mean... <laughs> I think this is probably one of, if not the favorite cosplay that I think you've made so far. Um, I'm assuming, and you correct me if I'm wrong, um, watching the Loki TV show was your inspiration for coming up with your own Loki cosplay. I mean, yeah, I had it in a, at the back of my mind for quite a while. I mean, I did four, this, this version of Thor, customized version last year, and I wanted to do a Loki to, to go along, but I was like, ah, not gonna work on a Loki right now. That was last year, and so this year when I when I was um, watching Loki, uh, I think it was the fifth episode where we really see the classic one, classic, classic Loki. Loki. Yeah, absolutely loved his scenes in that episode. Absolutely loved him. The, I mean, the costume looks goofy, but the character was really badass. Like mm -hmm. it was, it was really a a nod, a really good nod to the comics. Really loved it, and so I was like, okay. So if I was to make, I mean, if I am to make a Loki cosplay, now is the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, so I just um, sketch it quickly because that's, that's something I like to do. When I work on a cosplay, if it's not for competition, when you don't have to match the source um, 100% in right. terms of details and stuff, I like to customize um, my cosplays. That's what I did for mm. Thor right here. That's what I did for Scorpion, um, Craven and also. I love that about your cosplays. A lot of your cosplays, you could tell you've taken some artistic liberties they're really your cosplays they're not anybody else's cosplays they're yours because they're so unique <laughs> yeah you're not gonna find like an exact replica ever this cosplay is great like making doing replicas of actual costumes like exactly as they are in the movies and everything it's great um it's just that i, I have this, this side of me that likes to create stuff you know to create stuff um to mix stuff together so i i just go i like to do research before I, I do a cosplay so we just go on pinterest or google google image but mostly pinterest pinterest has the best images 
and I look for the character and different variations of the character and I just pick things in there that I like or I just, just draw things out of my mind and that's how I come up with my cosplays. And that's how I came up with a Loki. And I just give myself like a week between episode five and the last episode I was like, okay, let's do this. And I worked on, on Loki for that whole week and that's how it ended up. Um, you're uh, now, I and I don't know, and you're gonna have to explain this to me. And I'm a little bit curious. It, it, the ch is it a chest plate or is it an actual suit? Like it looks like it's an armored style chest plate that you're wearing there. Is that correct? Oh, it's a chest plate, but I have it right it here. Plate. Okay, so it is a chest plate. Um, it is. So the texture that we're seeing there. Ah, okay, so that's what I thought. So the texture we're seeing on the chest plate there. How did you achieve that texture? Oh, actually, it's a fabric. Um, oh, it is a fabric. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, so, it's it closer. so it's a patterned fabric. Um, uh, I buy it. It's, you get it in white, and then I get to paint it using acrylic to whatever um, whatever color I need. And right. I fell in love with this fabric. Actually, I I, I fell in love with it um, because it adds a little bit more to the cosplay. It, it's cool having a cosplay like a, a pseudo or a normal, but when you have a pattern on it like like this, I think it brings it to, to the next level. So I've adopted it. I've used it in my um, Thor, I've used it in my Scorpion, I've used it in my Sub-Zero, and now in Loki and probably in most of the cosplays that I'm gonna do next. <laughs> and is it just uh, is it just like a printed pattern or is it like a texture? Because it looks like an actual texture. No, it's a texture. You can touch it actually, yeah. There is a texture, it's, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, really cool. Is, that's is. really neat. Yes, yeah. I, listen, so you talked to you, 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 No, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Ah, basically, no, I just yeah, did the in foam. Yeah, I just did it in foam first, and then I covered it with that fabric and just painted the whole thing. Very cool. And and I'm assuming, I mean, looking at the fur piece you have on your shoulders, that's the same fur piece you use for your Craven costume, I'm guessing. Yeah, actually, that's a floor mat, <laughs> because we, oh. don't, we don't have uh, shops that actually um, sells fake fur here. So, but we have floor mats, like, you know, those little square ones <laughs> and you use, um, rug. sorry? It's like an area rug. Yeah, yeah. So it's I bought like a couple of these. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I, I bought a couple of these. Um, I actually love the color. I got a piece right here. I love the color, um, the texture, how it is, um, how it's dark and then it's lighter on the, on the edges. And I bought a couple of them. And so, yeah, I used them for Thor, used them for Craven, now for Loki. I'm also working on the Viking project right now. And obviously, I'm just going to add it to it. <laughs> Very cool. I love it. I want to know. What's going on next? What are you working on? What's your next big cosplay? I mean, obviously, you you sometimes pump out cosplays at lightning speed, but what's the next big cosplay that you're working on right now? Um, the really, really big one I, I've posted, uh, actually, I started it last year. It was uh, Viking King Thor, a Viking King Thor. Um, but it was meant to, to be for a competition at Comic-Con. Same one that I took part in in 2018 and 19. So 20 was obviously going to be the third, my third participation day. 
but since it got cancelled, I I've stopped working on it for now, and I'm just waiting until I until it's confirmed that there's gonna be a competition. So I thought it was gonna be this year, but obviously not. So I'm probably gonna resume working mm -hmm. on that next year or year after. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. And other than that, right now I'm working on the on the Viking original character. Um, a little bit inspired well, from Assassin's Creed. Um, Valhalla, oh yeah. But, but yeah, it's not it's not evil. It's an original character. Hmm. Looking forward to seeing that. Really looking forward to seeing that. Um. Listen, I. Uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of different things here. Really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us here. Um, before I let you go, is there any, you know, website, any business, you know, if you want to pitch your business, your Instagram, I t this is the time to let the people know about, you, you know, the different things they can look up for you. All right. So um, my my business, you can find it on, we have a Facebook page, actually. It's called Aita Wolf Workshop. We send you the link and uh, link below also have, yeah and elsewhere you can just find me at fred wolf cosplay i mean i have a youtube channel which i haven't um uh, updated yet so i need to to post uh, all my videos there i haven't done it obviously i'm on instagram uh, i also have a facebook page which is quite inactive for now but um, you can also find me uh, on my personal facebook uh, at frederick lamarck so if you have questions and stuff or anything, don't hesitate. Just ask me there. Or I also have a, a personal Instagram, same name. But you'll find me mostly on uh, my Fred Roof Cosplay Instagram. Hey, excellent, Fred. Listen, really appreciate you taking the time to chat today. It was awesome uh, thank to, you get for to having actually me. meet you. Listen, I've been following you for so long online. It's also it's always great to actually get to speak to people that you've been following for so long, but you don't even know what their voice sounds like. So it's amazing, right. man. Thank you so much. Hey, listen, everybody, make sure you go follow Fred if you're not already following him, although I think I've mentioned this earlier. If you're following Cosplay Alliance, you already know who Fred is. But listen, go check him out. Thank you very much, everybody. Make sure you subscribe to Cosplay Alliance YouTube page. You know, make sure you also hit the like button. It lets us know that you like these videos and it helps the algorithm. And it helps us out very much. So, Fred, thank you very much again. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Cheers.